Oh, hello. Can we please talk about UFC Vegas 62 event that took place at the weekend? Plus, I'm going to be having a little look at what's been going on in MMA news. There hasn't been a lot. It's mostly uh, Leon Edwards and Jorge Masvidal beefing on Twitter. But I don't know. It's kind of entertaining, at least. Uh, I'm going to break down uh, what happened at the weekend. There were some interesting fights. It was a pretty fun one, to be fair. And uh, yeah, just seeing the winners, the losers, maybe what maybe what's next for them. And uh, yeah, just a quick look at the news. A couple of MMA means as well because i do love those but yeah so stay with me for the burt locker episode 138 so let's start with the starting opening vignette uh like video kind of real thing uh, for the main event. Now, that, uh, Alexa Grasso, right, Mexican fighter, every time they have a Mexican fighter on, they have to talk about the event they had in 2015 with Cain Velasquez and Fabricio Verdum in the main event in Mexico City. They cannot have a Mexican fighter on without having a video talking about how much they, they love that event. Also, she sits there going, talking about how... Um, how I wasn't there, but I watched it. I watched it on TV, but it was incredible to be there. It's like, were you there or not, Alexa? Jesus Christ! And also, they're, they're like every time they're all talking about. Oh, it was so great to see. You know, um, like the proud Mexican Cain Velasquez, not Mexican, American, American with Mexican heritage, right? Doesn't even speak Spanish. Fabricio Verdum addressed the crowd in Spanish. You know, it like. Come on, guys. It's like, look, thing is, it's like, I get it. You know, he's proud of his heritage, everything like that. But it, for me, your nationality is where you were born. That's where you were born. You can have heritage in other countries and you can be proud of that heritage. Please do, by all means. But it's weird saying, yeah, this guy's Mexican when he doesn't speak Spanish and he was born in America. Come on. Anyway, let's move on to the actual fights. So, um, Menafield, go back and watch that. If you didn't see Alonzo Menafield fucking take Misha Serkinov to the absolute shadow realm, then you need to go back and watch that because it was fucking tremendous. Like, it was just such a great shot. His, his striking looked brilliant. I think we're going to see Alonzo Menafield really start to kind of live up to his potential because he, that dude, he's had unlimited potential. He really has. He, it was absolutely brilliant to see. Great to see Pat Berry in his corner. Pat Berry, like, I, I love his energy, man. He's just so like, uh, he's got the crazy madman eyes. Like, you know, he looks like he'll just, ooh, just kill you if you say something. But, but you need that in a kickboxing coach, I think, because he was predominantly a kickboxer. Either way, the results speak for themselves. Alonzo Menafield, absolutely vicious, and I'm looking forward to seeing more of that. He had Rafael Sanso rolling back the clock, rolling back the years. He looked very impressive against, um, oh, I forget his name, Victor something. Anyway, he's one of uh, Josh Barnett's boys. Um, yeah, Asanso just looked a step ahead the whole fight. He really did. It was nice to see. Really, really positive. And... Um, Wright versus Todorovic. Go back and watch that because you've got the Beverly Hills Ninja against uh, Todorovic. I forget what his nickname is. Either way, absolute chaos. Go back and watch that fight. Skip to round two, right? And just watch the chaos happen. It's fucking, it's tremendous. 
And then, uh, yeah, Martinez against Cub Swanson. I did think that we would see a lot of uh, low leg kicks from Martinez. He throws them so well. Like I said, inside, outside, he really mixes it up. And good God, that was... Vi like, you've, we've seen very few... Uh, leg kick TKOs in the UFC and that was as good as any of it was just perfect his, his kicking game just in general was brilliant the fact he, he throws his kicks so hard he's he's hoping that his opponents try to block him because you take one of those kicks to the forearm that is bad news you could break your arm real easily like Martinez keep an eye on that guy he is really really good I mean like as long as he can stop takedowns which he's, he seems to do pretty well so far like you do not want to stand and trade kicks with with martinez you know what i mean he's a one three five so i'm trying to think who else is in that division like giga and uh and barbosa are both the division above i think either way i'm sure they'll find an interesting matchup for him and then you've got um yeah alexa grasso versus uh Araujo was was good it was a really good main event and I thought it was as I thought would happen. I thought Grasso would be a bit quicker, her footwork would be better, and that she would probably be able to outbox uh, at our show. And um, yeah, that's exactly what happened. I don't, again, any fight that goes to a decision these days, it seems like people go, "Oh, it was a robbery." No, it wasn't. There was. It wasn't even that close, guys. It wasn't. Like Grasso was boxing her ears off, basically most of that fight. Like the Araujo was landing maybe one shot at a time, but Grasso was landing three, and she and she was just she had the speed. She was just getting in there and hitting her and, and not really taking taking it. Look, it like each it was. It went to a decision. Each round was relatively competitive, but each round was not quite like Grasso won at least four of those rounds. Like it, it, as I was watching it, I was like, I don't see how you can really see it any other way. Either way, not a robbery, not even close. So shut up with all that. And uh, that was uh, UFC Vegas 62 in a nutshell. So I uh, just wanted to say before I go into the news, uh, thank you very much for... Um, uh, for, for watching and if you could do me a favor just like and subscribe if you could also hit the bell notifications leave a comment as well do just share do whatever you can just to help me out come on it's appreciated anyway let's have a quick look at the news the only thing that i'm really looking at in the news uh this week is um uh jorge masvidal is now calling out it look the whole Jorge Masvidal calling out Leon Edwards thing is becoming pathetic and weird, isn't it? It's becoming desperate. It's, it reeks of desperation. Look, George, like Leon Edwards wanted to do this fight. After you had your like confrontation in London, then like Leon Edwards was well up for doing that fight. He, he said so like many times. And you decided that you wanted to pursue other things, the BMF title, that kind of crap. So that's fine. It works out well for you. You made a lot of money. But now you're on a three-fight skid. Yeah, be oh, albeit to Usman and Colby. There's no shame in any of those losses. But you are on a three-fight skid. And now, all of a sudden, Leon Edwards holds the belt. So you now want to, to have that fight with Leon Edwards. Well, Kel fucking surprise. I am so shocked that now that Leon Edwards has got the belt, all of a sudden, you want to have that matchup. Yeah, you and everybody else. But you can't come off three losses in a row and then jump straight into a title shot. You know that's not how it works. So stop stop trying to make out that Leon Edwards is being a bitch by not, not accepting it. Every, like, everyone can see through that. Come on. 
it's not, it, ah, it's just, it's just dumb. It's pathetic, desperate, and just a bit weird at this point. Um, I would like to see that fight, but it's not going to be next. Get, get a win, get a nice easy matchup for Jorge Masvidal. Get him a win. Then you can make a case for it. Leon Edwards has got a, got a big enough challenge defending his belt against Kamara Usman anyway. Do you not? I, it's a big challenge. I think it's one that he can pass. Don't get me wrong, but it's a big challenge. Arguably a bigger challenge than uh, Masvidal at this point. Anyway, moving on. Let's have a quick look. I've only got a couple of, uh, <laughs> of MMA memes this week, and they're both related to Cub Swanson. Neither of them are that mean, but like one of them really made me laugh. Just like you've got uh, Vince McMahon here. Like looking, like looking all shocked at that because it's like Cub Swanson whenever Lion Swanson walks in. Because the Cub, Lion Cub, Cub and Lion. And any time that Vince McMahon is involved in a meme, quite frankly, I am in. And then you've got the other one where uh, basically, you know in um, Family Guy, there's this bit, long running bit where Peter Griffin hits his leg and he rolls on the floor going, ah, Ah, but he does it for like an inordinately long time. Uh, they basically put Cub Swanson's head onto Peter Griffin's here because uh, basically his leg got murdered at the weekend. It was, it was a tough one because he, he hit that inside leg quite a few times and, and there was twice where he hit it and like Swanson buckled and had to go down on his haunches. And it, it was at that point you knew it was done. You just knew it. But anyway, uh, that's all I've got time for this week. Uh, I'm going to be looking for UFC 280. I'm excited. Are you excited? I'm excited. Um, I'm going to be breaking down those fights. The video is going to be posted very, very soon. Uh, but until then, keep those eyes long and those bets terrible.